What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we'll be talking about a minor update to Lonzo Ball coming from his father, LeVar. We'll also be getting into our season review for AK and Mark Eversley, the Bulls front office, and how the job that they did for this 2021-22 season. We'll get into all that and some more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central. Your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, so first, before we start anything, shout out to the Bulls rookie, Io DeSumo, for being named to the all-rookie second team. Well-deserved. This was a, this was something that we always expected for Io DeSumo as the season went on, was for him to be named to that second team, and he did that. He, his season averages were right up there with anybody else named on the second team, but we know as somebody, as people who have watched Io DeSumo's game, watched it grow, have seen this defense, can see what he does, um, I, this, the, the future is bright for Io DeSumo. Now, his, his potential is through the roof right now. How much he hits that potential is going to be, remain to be seen on the court, but we trust that Io DeSumo is going to be a member and a part of this Bulls roster, hopefully for a very long time. They do have to get into some contract extension discussions next summer, but we're not going to worry about that. We've got a whole season between now and then that's going to determine how that ends up shaking out. But at this time, shout out to Io DeSumo for making all-rookie second team. It was well-earned, well-deserved. Io came into this season getting and earning his spot in the rotation with his defense, and the game just continued to evolve from that point on he proved to be a sponge learning things from DeMar DeRozan learning things in game from like the Bradley Bill situation Io DeSumo is a very high IQ basketball player and we still have barely scratched the surface of the scoring aspect of his game that he flashed in college so as that decides to come along the sky's the limit for Io DeSumo let me know down below what you guys think about Io DeSumo uh, being named to that second team uh, all rookie and how you feel about his season overall I guess we've already talked about that because we did do a review on him but next up minor update I guess when it comes to Lonzo Ball so his father LeVar Ball was talking to the cat man and he said some things that are interesting some things that I think is again LeVar just doing LeVar like he said he doesn't expect Zach Levine to return to the Bulls I'm not taking that at all I don't think anybody who has any type of inside information is giving LeVar Ball any type of information so I'm not believing that but again that remains to be seen but he did also talk about Lonzo and some of the things that he did say about Lonzo you know Saying that Lonzo will be ready by the 22-23 season, hopefully, hopefully, like that goes without saying how long it takes is the question, but he definitely should be ready by the start of the season and, you know, hopefully by this opening of training camp. But he did say that that Lonzo will be actually working out and rehabbing in L.A. Now, that is interesting because, hey, I'm sure the Bulls front office and the medical staff is going to be keep, kept in the very well in the loop with that. Um, we already did get the picture of him at the gym in L.A., so that all aligns very well there. Uh, he said some things about, you know, Lonzo and changing his diet and things like that. He also said a, a, a comment about Lonzo, uh, you know, ne he was never hurt when he was under my rule. Oh, that, that's, again, that's LeVar doing the LeVar things. But LeVar... Confidently talking about Lonzo's rehab, Lonzo's recovery, working down there in L.A. I would think that if he is working out in L.A. and he's not working with the Bulls medical staff, like I said, they're going to be kept in the loop. But that may be something positive to kind of take away from that because if they've kind of let those reins up some – I'm sure the medical, like the medical staffs are talking and everything. Like I said, this is a minor update. I don't take very much that. Well, I take everything LeVar Ball says with a huge grain of salt. But 
at the end of the day, any type of news with Lonzo, I'm going to report just because I know it's something that everybody is kind of worried with um, when it comes to Lonzo and that long-term outlook for him and what that means for the Chicago Bulls. But let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode today. That is to do a review on the front office of the Chicago Bulls and AK and Mark Eversley. Now, I've done reviews on everybody. We got into Billy Donovan. It was going to happen with this. And the thing that I'm going to start this off with that I know some Bulls fans, even in this comments, we've had those discussions, aren't going to necessarily agree with me on this. But I'm going to start this off by saying the lack, the, the fact that this front office did not make a move at the trade deadline is not going to be held against them in this review. Looking at everything, Everything, the way that everything shook out, the way that Vooch was playing, the way that Kobe was playing. Yes, could the Bulls have made a move for Robert Covington considering what they what they got in that deal? I could say, yeah, uh, objectively, I could say maybe if the Bulls were willing to put Kobe on, on the table, that could have happened. But there was not a single move that the Bulls re- could have realistically made that would have changed the outlook over how this season went. Yeah, Robert Coverton would have came out and gave us some solid minutes off the bench, but that wasn't going to change the Bulls being eliminated in the first round. It would have been different if the Bulls, hey, if we got rumors that, hey, the Bulls were offered this trade for such and such. And they turned it down because they wanted to give Vooch a chance. Like, something like that. None of that happened. So, I'm t- I'm, I wanted to start that off with this because, listen, I know a lot of you in this comments are going to get to typing, get to saying, hey, the Bulls should have made a move at the trade down. Look, look at how the season went. But realistically, I want to ask you this. A, what deal could have re- – a realistic deal could have changed the way that the what happened with the Bulls in the playoffs considering injuries, considering DeMar slowed down, considering Zach's injury, considering Lonzo didn't come back. Everything is easy just to say, hey, the Bulls should have made a deal for such – or they should have made a deal. But what was the realistic deal that would have changed the outlook of how this season ended? It always made more sense to wait till you have more assets to trade, till you have more freedom to trade. Um, again, they couldn't trade that first-round pick at the trade deadline, but they can trade it during the draft. They can package it with Kobe. They can package it with Vooch. It always made more sense to have more assets, especially when you hadn't seen the team fully healthy together. So I just wanted to put that out there to start this off. But looking at, let's go back to the start of the offseason. Just the fact that the Bulls signed Alice Caruso for a reasonable deal for what he brings to the team. They traded Al Farouk Amino, Thaddeus Young, and draft picks for, for, for DeMar DeRozan, who had his best statistical season of his career. They also re-signed Javante Green, who was a throw-in in that Boston Celtics deal, who ended up being the Bulls' starting power forward for the most part of the season. Now, they did make some misses. They signed Tony Bradley, who Tony Bradley didn't really give the Bulls what they expected from him. They also got Derrick Jones Jr. from Portland in a three-team trade when it came to that Laurie marketing deal. Again, Laurie could have walked for nothing. The fact that they were able to turn that into a a sign and trade to get some assets back. You have to get them pointers to that. Yes, Derrick Jones Jr. I don't think was ever used all the way correctly. They did unlock something with him for a little while when it came um, when it came to using him as backup center there for a little minute. And that pick and roll with him, Alonzo got dangerous there for a second. Um, they signed Tyler Cook, Alizé Johnson, Stanley Johnson, Matt Thomas. Now, Stanley Johnson didn't actually make the official roster. Alizé Johnson, while having a lot of energy, ended up being a miss there as well. Again, I'm trying to be object- objective. Objective. Object- objective in this. Um, Tyler Cook, who gave the Bulls some solid minutes when they finally did call him up, even played some good defense against Giannis, but then he ended up getting hurt. They, of course, got their uh, four-team option on Kobe and third-team option on Patrick Williams. And then the, the the series of deals that they made when um when the Bulls went through 
um, the COVID situation and bringing in Afonso McKinney, who had a big game for the Chicago Bulls, but completely fell off basically after that. They ended up releasing him and everything. They signed him to a contract for the rest of the season, released him. But looking at the – oh, and I didn't even mention, signing Lonzo Ball. At the opening of free agency. Now, one thing again, and being objective, they did get tampering. We end up losing an asset in a second-round pick at some point because of that. But the way that they worked out that deal, and I know some people are going to say, well, Lonzo's not healthy. This is the thing that I want to talk about with Lonzo's health. People point to, do you like, I need, when they look at the games played, especially in New Orleans, look at how many of those were shortened seasons. Lonzo, and I was surprised to find this out too. So let me not act like I was, I had to research this, and then I came up with it. I was like, oh, wait, wait, you're right. He actually played... 85% of the available games when he was in with the New Orleans Pelicans. So this narrative of Lonzo's always said, yes, he does suffer some major injuries. But for the most part in the last couple of seasons, especially that last stretch with the New Orleans Pelicans, he was more healthy than not. Now, this season absolutely did suck only having him for 35 games. But I do give credit. I'm going to talk about that. But I'm also going to give credit for the fact that Lonzo was everything that he was advertised, that we were hoping that he was going to be when he was on the court with the Chicago Bulls. And he made this team a better team. So looking at the totality of what AK and Eversley did and how they got those deals done, using sign-and-trades, using players and contracts, the fact that they sent out Tom, Tomas Adoransky and Garrett Temple to, to be able to bring in Lonzo on that contract, that's huge, right? That, that's huge because that is using deals and players that didn't project to really give us much this season to bring in a starter while he, didn't play, he only played 35 games, but that was so much better and brought so much more to this team than any two of those players did. AK and Eversley did things that were incredible. Even getting a first-round pick in that Laurie deal as well, we'll see what that ends up turning into. We may get that next season if the Portland Trailblazers improve that team enough to where it's a it's an out-of-lottery pick. But AK and Eversley got busy, and they got to work this season. And, that, and what they did in changing the culture in the two years, but I'm trying to focus it on this year. What they did in changing the culture is huge and can't go without being mentioned. So I'm going to give this front office a solid B plus. And the only reason why it's not more than that is that there were issues with the roster construction on this team. We didn't have offense coming off the bench. Now, yes, they probably projected Kobe to do that, but we didn't do that. There was such a drop of so many games this season in which our bench gave us less than double digit points as a whole because we weren't built to withstand major injuries, we always knew coming into the season, one injury to the front court, it was going to be slim pickings for the Bulls' rotation because of how the roster was built. So they can't get an A because of that, but a solid B+. Plus. Like, from me, a solid B+. Plus. And that is well-deserved. That is better than anything that I would have gave guard packs in the last probably eight years that they were in power. And the outlook, part of the reason why it's so easy to have a positive outlook on the future of this team is in part because of A.K. and Eversley. And the fact that you can trust that they always are going to have their eyes out to, to, to improve this team. The fact that they're probably in every offseason going to pull, pull off a move that none of us expected. So they get a solid B-plus from me. I want to hear from you guys down below. What grade do you give AK and Mark Eversley, the Bulls front office, in this season? What are some things that you would like to see them improve on in the way that they do their business, whether it's roster construction, whether it's acquiring, whether it's not giving up a bunch of first-round picks? Let me know what you guys think about all that down below. Thank you for tuning in to Chicago Bulls Central today. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central pod on every social media platform you can also send us any feedback questions comments concerns bullcentralpod at gmail.com and lastly if you want to leave us a text and our voicemail you can do so at 773-270-2799 thank you for tuning in like i like to end every episode on go bulls love you guys peace y'all
This has been a presentation of the Break Media. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.